Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I call it 888. Money Pit is presented by Jaws, Home Advisor, Centurion Tools, and Greenworks. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. We are here to help you with your home improvement and decor projects. And guess what? It is officially the start of the spring home improvement season, the big season of the year when we all feel refreshed and energized to take on all sorts of things inside and outside your house. So if you're throwing open the windows... Uh, and then maybe just choking on all the allergens that are coming in. We can help you with that. Or if maybe you're just deciding that the outside of your house does not look as lovely as the landscaping, maybe you want to fix that up. Maybe you want to spruce up, build a deck, build a patio. Maybe you want to tackle a new room makeover. Hey, whatever is on that to-do list, give us a call. We'd love to help. The number is one eight 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 Money Pit. You can call that number 24-7. If we are not in the studio, we will call you back the next time we are. Plus, you can post your question anytime at moneypit.com. Coming up on today's show, nothing says spring like throwing open those windows and breathing in that fresh spring air. But if your screens are filthy, you might just be sucking in something not quite so fresh. We're going to share a formula for quick and easy screen cleaning just ahead. And whether you consider yourself a do-it-yourselfer or one that loves to go pro when taking on your home improvements, thanks to these rapid advancements in home automation, our homes are doing a lot more for us these days. We're going to share some tips on how to use this technology to improve your comfort and energy savings. And also ahead, battery-powered tools are more popular than ever, but can they really compete when it comes to lawn and garden tools like mowers and chainsaws? We'll dig in just ahead. And speaking of working outside, we're going to fill your garden shed with some new tools this hour because we're giving away some great tools from Centurion. We've got their premium bypass pruner and anvil lopper. They're so durable that they're going to be super helpful this spring and for many springs to come. Those tools are worth over 50 bucks, but going out to one listener drawn at random. Make that you. Call us right now with your home improvement or decor question at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Or you can post your questions on moneypit.com. Let's get to it. Leslie, who's up first? Bill in Texas is on the line and looking for some help with a marble countertop. What's going on at your Money Pit? We built the house in 87 and moved in, and since then, several of our bathroom countertop sinks 
They're a one-piece deal that were made out of what was termed man-made marble. So I'm sure it's a plastic base, but uh, any about a about an inch thick. And they've over the years been cleaned improperly with some abrasive cleaners. And I'm wondering if there's anything I can do to address the scratches. So that sounds like some sort of a composite. And it probably has a surface glaze on it. And my concern is that the glaze is worn. And you try to do any sort of polishing of that, you may end up getting into the substrate. And I've seen what that substrate looks like because there was a time when I used to actually uh, build kitchen cabinets and build vanity cabinets. And sometimes folks would order those pre-made one-piece composite sinks. And we've had to cut them. And that surface glaze is not very thick. So if the damage to the surface, I don't think there's anything that you could do to clean it, so to speak, that's going to pull that out. It's really a replacement situation. If it was truly marble, then you could polish it out and and get below what you're seeing in terms of the stains and the scratches. But if it's a composite marble, like what you're describing, I don't think you're going to be able to restore that surface. The good news is that those tops, those cast tops, are really not that expensive. You may want to just take a look at replacing it. I mean, I think we're less than 100 bucks, generally speaking. It depends on the size of the vanity, but I just did a 60-inch, you know, double sink top that was like one thing with the molded sinks, and it was like $189. Yeah, so not a lot of money for the, for, to replace those countertops. Okay, well, thank you. You're welcome, Bill. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Ellie in Florida, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? Yes, I just recently moved to Florida, and um, the house I bought, um, the water softener is broken because I believe it's because they had it outside the home. Every other house in my community has them in the garage, and mine, they, for some reason, the water line is on the opposite side of the house in the garage. So it would be, I believe it would be a major thing to have the water line brought from one side of the house to, to the other so I could have it inside. And um, Sears tells me that um, I can have it put outside, but you have to have some kind of protective covering. Lowe's tells me that they don't sell any that go outdoors. And a uh, private um, plumbing company is telling me that uh, they have one that sells the, to put outside specifically. And other people are saying you don't even need one to go. Don't even bother the expense. So I don't know what to do. So first of all, the question is, do you need a water softener or not? Right. I mean, I, I would looked online, and you know, I see the pros and cons. Right. Well, I mean, if you have, if you're accustomed to a water softener and you eliminate it, you may find that you don't like that experience. You certainly could bypass the water softener just to see. If you like the water, is the water city water? Well, it's not well water, so does that mean it is city water? I don't know. Yeah, it's city water. If it's city water, you probably do not need a water softener. Well, I was I think no, you know, I don't think it is city water because people in Ocala, I think they told me that they that they don't need it. They have city water. I could be wrong. I'm not sure. But everybody in this development says you need it. Ellie, the first thing you want to do is figure out if you've got city water. If you do, it's going to be treated. If you've got well water, then you do need probably a water conditioner as well as to have the water tested to make sure that it's safe. And that's something that should be doing, done on an occasional basis. <clears throat> now, um, in terms of the enclosures, given the fact that you're in Florida and we're not concerned about freezing pipes, 
I wouldn't be too concerned about putting it outside. I wouldn't want to have it uh, enclosed. Now, how do you do that? Well, you either use one that's rated to be outside, and perhaps you're the water treatment company, the, the plumbing company has one that, that has such a certification. It's designed for interior or exterior use, and that's fine. And if not, you're going to have to construct something or have something constructed or um, perhaps pick up a small shed or something of that nature where the equipment could be protected uh, from the weather. But I think the first thing you need to do is determine whether or not you need it and determine the what kind of water supply you have. If it's well water, get it tested. You can even have the hardness tested. You'll know exactly what you're dealing with. And if it's city water, then I think you could try bypassing the system you have right now and see if you like it. I hope that helps you out. Ellie, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, now that it is officially spring, spring happened this week, it was the 19th. So yeah, we're into spring. So that's awesome, which means we're going to be into spring gardens, which is also awesome. <laughs> yes. But that also means it's a good excuse to buy new tools. Like, like I needed an excuse to buy new tools. But <laughs> you never need an excuse to buy new tools, Tom. <laughs> we're going to give some tools away. Let's just do that. We've got from Centurion Brands the premium bypass pruner to give away. This is cool because it features a large to small grip. Basically, you have a little switch. You can flip it. If you've got a little hand, a big hand, you can make this very comfortable for you. And it can handle branches up to an inch thick. They've got high carbon steel blades. They stay sharper longer. And they're Teflon coated. So they're going to cut without sticking and they're throwing in the anvil lopper. So you're going to have two premium tools to help with all of that spring, summer and fall yard work. If you want to win it, you got to call right now with your home improvement question. We'll toss your name in the money pit hard hat and send out that package of Centurion tools worth 50 bucks to you. The number is one eight 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 money pit. All right, now we've got Doug in Virginia on the line who seems to have gotten something on a hardwood floor that perhaps should not have been there. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, yeah, basically my wife and I are trying to restore a home we, that we purchased that was built in the 1950s. And we're currently working on the kitchen. And what we found was the, the floors had tiles put down in the 50s and they used a thick black cutback adhesive, like a, an asphalt adhesive. And so we got the tiles up, and we were we were working on getting that tar up, and we used a product called Citrus King. Yeah, it's an adhesive remover, right? Right, right. And it worked really, really good. Um, it, it brought the, the tar right up, but uh, in the process, it made the wood wet. We, you know, we put it down, we got it up as fast as we could, but it did make it a little bit wet. Um, our flooring... Uh, finisher he was the original idea we were going to use um monocoat to finish the floors which is like a a natural wood finish and an oil finish and when he realized we could use the product to strip the floors he did he felt that um that product wasn't going to work the monocoat wouldn't wouldn't work for a floor finish and so our our plan b was uh you know just a stain and a poly finish and he felt that um, the floor being having moisture in it, that the poly wouldn't stick. Well, look, if it has moisture in it, the moisture is not going to be in it permanently. It's going to evaporate out of it. Has the floor been sanded since the adhesive was pulled up? Uh, yeah, I sanded it um, over over the over this past weekend. Okay, and it looks good now. I mean, it looks like a clean, dry, sanded hardwood floor. Yeah, it looks pretty good. I mean, it's not, it, it doesn't look brand new, but we kind of like it. It has kind of a weathered 
weathered look to it, so we like it. Well, it sounds to me like this guy doesn't really want to do it anyway. <laughs> Maybe he's trying to talk <laughs> he's himself out of the job. Way out. <laughs> but look, just because the floor got wet, as long as the floor's dried out, when when did you actually do the uh, the adhesive removal process? It's probably been two weeks ago. Okay, and so and, and you got up all of the moisture that was there, and and now it seems to have dried out real well. Yeah, I mean it feels dry uh, there for there for a little bit. Uh, you would see some dark spots on it, and you could sand them away, and they'd actually come back. And so I think that what you know the moisture was coming out of it, but I sanded it this past weekend, and since then it's it's remained the same color and and feels dry. Yeah, I mean I don't see any reason you just can't go right to the finish coat on this. I think he's being a little overly cautious. I mean, doesn't want to be responsible for having to do it twice. I can understand that. But if there's, you know, if there's any concern, then try finishing a section inside of a closet first and see how it goes. But I don't know why you need this guy to, <laughs> to do the finishing. If you're, if you've done all the sanding work, applying the finish is, uh, you know, the last step. Right. You know, you would apply it if you're using a polyurethane. You apply that with a lamb's wool applicator. And that looks a bit like a, sort of a, a sponge mop, except it has a lamb's wool pad on it. You pour the urethane into a regular painting tray, and then you essentially mop it on. Now, did you mention that you wanted to stain? Uh, yeah, we'd like to stain first, yeah. So you have to stain first. Now, I will warn you that the stain, you could, if I was concerned about anything, it would be the uh, the rate of absorption of the stain, because based on um, how much of that adhesive end, end up getting into the hardwood floor, some areas may not accept the stain as well as others. So I would be careful about the stain. I would do that in an inconspicuous area first just to make sure it's going to go on as you expect it. But again, you could do that with a lamsoil applicator as well. Do you think that uh, like a, a preconditioner, I've read about those, do you think a preconditioner would help that? Maybe, maybe. Um, but it really depends on the condition. That Preconditioners usually go on raw wood, not pre-finished. Not fin- the wood's already been finished, which essentially this has because it has the adhesive on it. Do you have some places in this uh, in this floor layout where you could try it, like a closet? Uh, yeah, maybe. Well, it's just the kitchen, so maybe a little bit under where the cabinets will be installed, possibly there. Yeah, I would just try that and see how it see and just you know put it on carefully, and see if it seems to be absorbing evenly. That's my my only concern, especially if you're going darker, because. If you get a section where there's still adhesive, it's not going to absorb, and it'll, it'll end up having sort of blotches. And the poly, you, you feel pretty confident the poly should stick okay then, too? Yes, I, I do feel pretty confident. If you sanded it and you, you got down to sawdust, I think the poly should stick fine. All right, great. All right, use, make sure you use uh, the solvent-based polyurethane, not the latex-based, not the water-based. All right, well, thank you for your help. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get sucked with allergens, too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. 
Lock this special offer in right now by going to AIRDOCTORPRO.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's AIRDOCTORPRO.com, promo code MONEYPIT. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. MONEYPIT. Well, nothing says spring like throwing open those windows and breathing in some fresh spring air. But if the screens are filthy you just might be sucking in something else not quite so fresh. So here's what you need to know to get those screens scrubbed clean. First of all, you've got to remove the screens from the window frames. You don't want to just do it while they're on the house because chances are you could damage the screens that way. So take the screens out, then lay the screens on a flat surface. You can use your driveway and then use a mild soap and water mixture with a soft bristle brush, and that's going to remove all that dirt and grime. You want to make sure you clean both sides of that window screen and around the inside and the outside of the frames. Next, use a hose to rinse off the screens and then just lay them in the sun to dry. Now, if you are tempted to use a pressure washer because it's just a fun tool to use, don't use it on the screens. The force (laughs) of the water is way too much. It will destroy those screens in a second. And guys, you know, I know most of us leave our window screens in the frames, in the house all year long, but it's actually a better idea to take them out during the winter months and store them. They're just going to last longer. They'll see less damage. So think about doing that next winter season. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. If you've got a question, now's a great time to call. That number is 888-666-3974. We've got Randy in Florida on the line who's got a dehumidification question. What can we do for you? Our house is off-grade, and um, the crawl space area has ventilation um, all around the house. And we wanted to see about uh, encapsulating it, you know, with the uh, vapor barrier plastic. And with being in Florida, I was just a little worried about humidity. 
um, and possibly wanting to insulate it and see, you know, see what y'all's opinion was. Well, I do think it's a good idea for you to add a vapor barrier that will help reduce the amount of humidity that gets into the space above the floor, and that can make the home more efficient and certainly more comfortable. What you might also want to think about doing is adding uh, an exhaust fan. They have uh, fans that are basically the size of a concrete block or a foundation vent, and you could put fans on one side of the foundation and have vents open on the other side, then have those fans operate on a humidistat so that whenever the humidity gets really damp in that crawl space, the fan can kick on and pull some drier air from outside across uh, that uh, essentially that crawl space floor, pulling the moisture out with it. So those two things can help you manage uh, moisture. On the outside of the house, you also want to make sure that if you've got gutters, you should have gutters on the home and that there's downspouts that extend away from that foundation because when you dump the additional water that collects on your roof right against the foundation, that definitely improves, increases the humidity that's in that space. So all of those things working together can keep it a lot drier. Okay, so um, would you be extending that uh, vapor barrier up the walls of the crawl space or would that interfere with that ventilation unit that you're speaking of? Well, you don't want to block off the vents, but yeah, I would extend the up the wall if you could extend to 12 inches or so just to make sure it's sealed well. Okay, and then would you add a dehumidifier down there or would that essentially be what the ventilation unit you're talking about would do? That's kind of what the ventilation would do. I would not add a dehumidifier into that space. It's not really designed for an unconditioned space like that. Dehumidifiers are not really designed for that. Okay, and then so that would um, keep the humidity low enough that we could then put the uh, the uh, batted insulation uh, between the floor joists. Yeah, it will keep it. Lo- it will make it lower. It'll make it reasonably lower. It's never going to be you know 100 dry. It's always going to be damp. But I do think yes, that will keep the moisture down, which is what you want to do, uh, and allow you to get more efficiency out of the insulation. Okay. All right. Great. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome, Randy. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit. You know, some people enjoy composing their own music chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow, or find an awesome template. No judgment. Well, whether you consider yourself a do-it-yourselfer or one that loves to go pro when you're taking on home improvements, the fact of the matter is that thanks to the rapid advancements in home automation, our homes are doing a lot more for us these days. Well, that's right. And with us to talk about that is Dan DeClerico. Dan is the home expert and smart home strategist for Home Advisor. Welcome, Dan. Hey, it's great to be here, guys. You know, I remember back when we first started seeing home automation hit the residential market, but those systems were really expensive. Uh, they usually required kind of major rewiring of your home because you had to run Cat5 wire from like mission control to every single device. And finally, you had to pretty much bank that that system that you invested all that money in was going to be around for a while because otherwise it wasn't interconnected with other smart home products. You were all in for that one brand, that one manufacturer. Fortunately, all that has changed today, right? Yeah, listen, I mean, for 30 years, you're exactly right. Home automation has been, a, has been a niche, high-end category. It's really in the last five years that it's made a pretty steady migration in, into the mainstream, um, giving all sorts of opportunities for homeowners to really realize the, the many use cases here, the many benefits of this technology. 
Do you think that it's just because you're finding a different generation of people who are much more comfortable with this technology looking to adopt that? Oh, absolutely. I think demographics is a, is a big driving factor. You know, millennials, first generation of digital natives to be owning and, and maintaining homes. They're used to controlling their lives from their smartphone. You know, very much the expectation is that they'll be able to do the same thing with their home. So that's a big part of it. Listen, I think Alexa, I think, uh, you know, voice control, these smart speakers, it, it really put smart home technology front and center, you know, in the mind of the American consumer, like really nothing before it. I just got my first car that has Apple CarPlay in it, and I'm like loving it. <laughs> like, and I can't, uh, I, I don't know why I waited so long, but it's just so cool. Everything you can do with your voice today and, and do safely and, and efficiently. And in your home, really the sky is the limit. Thanks to Wi-Fi and Bluetooth technology, there no longer do you need any kind of wiring or, or central monitoring system. You can pretty much grow your smart home product collection one item at a time. You can solve one problem at a time. You know, if you want a smart garage door opener or if you want a smart shade, you know, whatever you want, you can just get that one thing and just go for it. Yeah, manufacturers have made it very easy. Now, you know, listen, going with the high-end integrator, going for that full whole house solution is going to is going to be a better experience. It's at a point where you can do it yourself and you can you, you can start to realize many of the benefits. And I mean, I think it's great because so many of these items, like you're saying, are plug and play. Oh, look, I want this. Boom, done. Totally automated. It's so easy to use. So where do you think uh, the technology is going to go from here? What kinds of uh, products in the home do you think will become smart that we're not seeing with that technology in or maybe you're going to see big advancements with? Really, the you know still tip of the iceberg is as much advancement as we have seen in the last few years. I mean, the sky's the limit for Home Advisor from the sort of the maintenance perspective. This notion of predictive maintenance, you know, what we like to call the check engine light for the home. So we're going to see sensors, um, you know, positioned throughout the home. We're already seeing it with whole house water monitoring systems that you know give you the heads up if there's a leak somewhere in the home, and even connect you right in with a home service professional who can you know come help you out. So that's kind of the most exciting thing from the, uh, you know, maintenance perspective, you know, as far as we're concerned. Very cool. Dan DeClerico, the home expert and smart home strategist for HomeAdvisor.com. Thank you, Dan, for being part of the Money Pit. Thank you. Well, it is officially spring, and that makes it time to maybe think about starting those spring gardens. We've got two great tools we're giving away to one listener drawn at random who may want to do just that. We've got Centurion Brands, large to small, grip premium bypass pruners, and an anvil lopper. Those pruners are pretty cool, Leslie, because they'll work for you and for me, right? I mean, it's really great with just the flip of a switch. You sort of can adjust that comfort level depending on if you've got the small grip or the big grip. So it's a great tool just to have around for everyone to use for the yard and garden. Plus, up for grabs also, we're throwing in the anvil lopper. So you're going to have two premium tools that'll help you out this spring season and even into the summer and fall. That package is worth 50 bucks going out to one listener drawn at random. So make that you. Here's what you need to know. Post your question at moneypit.com or call us now. With that question at one eight 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 Money Pit eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four. Joyce in Massachusetts, you've got the Money Pit. What can we do for you today? Uh, I have nine windows, and we had someone caulk the windows with the window sills because we live in Boston, and the and the cold air has been blowing in. I want to know how I can seal them up because it didn't do one iota thing for the gentleman caulking uh, the nine windows. Didn't do any good, huh? And he caulked them from the outside or from the inside? From the inside, because this is an apartment building. 
Um, we're on the seventh floor, and we have windows going on different a- angles. And so I, I'm trying to find out what, what is the easiest way to prevent the cold from blowing in because it's unbearable. Okay, since you're on the seventh floor, I presume that you don't use your windows. You would never use your windows for emergency egress. Do any of them go to a fire escape or anything like that? No, no. Okay, so there's two things that you can do here. Um, one of which is you can use uh, shrink film. It's a clear plastic wrap that you cut to fit the size of the window. Mm-hmm. You attach it with a double face, clear double face tape that comes with it. And then you use your hair dryer to heat it and it becomes very taut and clear so it doesn't obstruct the view. What about weather stripping like weather felt? Well, that's all possible, but there's another option. And the reason I asked you if you needed to use your windows for egress is because I was going to recommend temporary weather stripping. Now, there's a caulk that's like a weather stripping sealant, but it's a temporary sealant. Okay, so the way this works is you essentially caulk your windows shut. You caulk all the the seams in the window where they slide up and down with this clear temporary caulk. And then what happens is in the spring, you can actually grab the edge of this caulk and peel it right off. It comes off like a clear rubbery strip. It enables you to essentially seal your windows shut uh, in the winter and then restore them in the spring. Thank you very much, and I enjoy your program uh, immensely. All right, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, Leslie, we have just passed the first official day of spring, but you know how I knew for sure that spring had arrived? <laughs> uh, my neighbor was out this morning with his gas-powered backpack blower at like 8 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this is the same guy that's always borrowing your tools, right? Yeah, and I have a new one I'm going to be passing on to him because I no longer actually have any gas-powered lawn equipment. I switched out everything to the Greenworks cordless 60-volt line. These are powered by very pro-grade 60-volt lithium-ion batteries, and they are just as powerful. They work just as well as the gas models, but without the fumes, the stinky emissions, or the noise that wakes up the neighbors at 8 a.m. on Saturday morning. Hint, hint. I think this is your big plan, Tom. You're like, I'll yeah. just replace everything with quiet Greenworks <laughs> tools so my neighbor, as he borrows them, stops waking everybody else up. And that new 60-volt line is sold exclusively at Lowe's and includes a Greenworks 16-inch battery-powered string trimmer and handheld blower that delivers 610 cubic feet per minute of air power. They also have a 16-inch chainsaw and a 21-inch dual-port self-propelled mower, which is really cool because when that first battery runs out, that second battery is going to automatically kick in. So never stopping working. And you know what I love about that mower, aside from not having to deal with a cord, like a pull cord to start it, it's that it because there's no gas, because there's no oil, it stores upright. And that takes a fraction of the space in my shed. Yeah, and these tools are also lighter weight, they're more compact, they take up way less space, plus they've got a lot of power for both DIYers and the pros. Greenworks is definitely here to change the game, and they're not done doing so yet. You'll find the entire 60-volt lineup sold exclusively at Lowe's Home Improvement. Now I've got Andy in New Jersey on the line with an insulation question. How can we help you today? I added on an addition, an enclosed porch, uh, to the back of my rancher. It's a 12 by 24 addition. And so well, first it was just a porch, and now we're enclosing it and trying to make it part of the house. So the question I had was about insulating the ceiling, because what it is, uh, it has a gambled roof on it, and it's come out of the house uh, 14 feet to the back door, 
and it's 24 feet wide. And then there's an A-frame, okay, that goes on top. So I call it a green gambled roof. I don't know if I'm using the right terminology. but uh, So the insulation in the ceiling on the two sides, okay, it's like a vaulted ceiling, I guess you might say. The rafters are two by eight. Okay. And then they, they drop into the east. So I'm not sure about the uh, ventilation of the roof. So that's what we call a cathedral ceiling. Right, but it only comes up that far for uh, about eight feet. Right, it's like a partial cathedral, so part of it's flat and part of it is uh, cathedral. Is that correct? Yes, it comes up Yeah, it comes up right along the rafters, the ceiling, the ceiling for about eight feet, and then it cuts right across. Okay, so let me give you some suggestions. So... First of all, unrelated to your question, you just mentioned that you built this addition on a porch. Does a porch have a proper foundation? Well, no, I'm sorry. We built the whole porch or as a porch. Oh, it was all part of it. Okay, fine. Because a lot of times we see folks that take old porches and try to turn them into additions, and they don't have the right foundations. Because before we put money in this, we want to make sure you had a good foundation. Now, in terms of uh, insulating the cathedral section, the way you do that is if you have a 2 by 8 cathedral uh, roof rafter kind of span, you can only put uh, five and a half inches of insulation in that. You need to leave the balance of the space for ventilation, as you've mentioned. And you're going to need to make sure that you have ventilation at the peak and also towards the bottom of that. Now, depending on how it's configured and how it intersects with the uh, with the lower slope or the flatter section, you need to figure out a way for air to move above that insulation and get up underneath between the insulation, the rafter, and out. Now, another way to do this is to not use fiberglass at all. What you could do is use spray foam insulation, isonine spray foam insulation. I did this in my house. And, in fact, I just got a uh, an assessment of, of, of how well the home was, inter- was insulated compared or how energy efficient the home was compared to my neighborhood. And it went up to being in the top 19% of the neighborhood for insulation, which I thought was quite an accomplishment because my house was built 100, 125 years ago. It's not like we started with a house that was, you know, was built in, in the year 2000. This is a 125-year-old house. It's in the top 20% of the most insulated homes in the area because I use isonine spray foam insulation. And if you use the spray foam insulation, you don't need to ventilate. Basically, you're, you're changing that area from an unconditioned space to a conditioned space you can spray up right against the underside of the roof sheathing and encase the whole thing in foam, and it'll be far more insulated than you could ever get with the fiberglass. Because let's face it, you know we'd like to see you know R thirty R forty in terms of insulation ability, but you only all you can get is R nineteen because you can only get five and a half inches of insulation in there. All right, thank you very much for your help. Yep, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. 
Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Remember, if you've got a question, you can always post it on Facebook.com slash The Money Pit, just like Carolyn did. Now, she writes, I live in the home I grew up in, and it's in desperate need of repair. It's around 60 years old and needs new wiring, but I'm most worried that I will walk uphill a couple of inches every time I go into the kitchen. Would it be best to level the house before repairs are done? First of all, my advice, since you have so much concern about this house, would be to get sort of a baseline understanding of what its true structural condition is. I would hire a professional home inspector from the American Society of Home Inspectors, certified by that organization. They're impartial. They're not there to sell you any repairs. They'll just figure out what's going on. But as for the order of repair, you want to level this floor, but you want to do this in such a way that doesn't destroy or damage the electrical wiring or the plumbing. You never really want to sort of try to lift the floor joist to do that in an old house. What you want to do is level it after the fact, and you can do that with floor leveling compound, which is kind of like a slurry mix, like a lightweight concrete that it's spread across the floor and self-levels. Or it could do with some carpentry work where you actually shim up sort of the upper sections of the floor, but you don't want to physically lift those joists because you'll stretch those wires. So I would do the electrical work first just to make sure you're safe, and then the floor work later, but just don't move the structure so you don't damage any of that work. And then, Carolyn, think about all the beautiful decorating work you can do once you finally get things in shape. Well, spring is here, and that means homeowners across the country are going to start picking up their shovels for a variety of outdoor projects, planting trees, installing fences, building decks, and more. But one phone call before you do any of that could save your life. Leslie has the details in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. Leslie? Yeah, this is always a surprising fact. Now, a recent survey found that more than half of homeowners who plan to dig any kind of project, digging project, had no plans to check on underground lines or pipes. Now, digging without even knowing the rough location of utility lines is always a gamble. Even if you end up being lucky enough to avoid serious injury, you could still end up disrupting service to your entire neighborhood and possibly be responsible for fines and all of those repair costs. Now, damage to gas pipelines can cause devastating explosions, and every digging job requires a call, even small projects, guys, like planting shrubs or hedges. Now, I'm not talking about little annuals that you're going to plant because that doesn't ever get deep enough, but if you're planting like a big bush or a new tree... You do have to go fairly deep into the ground, and you could come in contact with any of these lines. So you do need to make that call. Now, you can call 811 from anywhere in the country, and you do this just a few days before you plan to dig, and your call is going to be routed to your local one-call center. Tell the operator what you're planning to do, where you're planning to dig, what type of work, and your affected utility companies are going to be notified about those plans. In a few days, they're going to send a locator to your house who's going to mark the approximate location of your underground lines, pipes, cables. It's all for free. There is no cost. This way, you know exactly what's going on below ground and you'll be able to dig safely. I mean, you could save your life. You could save yourself a ton of money. So just be cautious, guys. Do the right thing. It's a simple phone call. And you could save yourself the uh, embarrassment of having to explain to your wife why you pierce the main water line. She has no water for the week. <laughs> no, seriously, that would be super bad. <laughs> this is the Money Bed Home Improvement Show. Thank you so much for spending this part of your day with us. Coming up next time on the program, now that the weather is warming up, it's time to get out on your deck and enjoy the season. But before you do just that, it's a good idea to give it a safety check. So we're going to tell you five things to look for to make sure your deck is good to go on the next edition of The Money Pit.
I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone.